Hello film fans, welcome to the Film vs Film podcast, my name is Martin Harries, your host, and I'm joined by the film encyclopedia man, Boaz Dix. We are a couple of filmmakers on occasion, but mainly can't stop yapping about movies. On this podcast, every episode we pick a topic from a film that's coming out at the cinema, or on VOD, myself and Boaz pick our favourite film from that topic, and we battle it out to decide which film will become the greatest film of all time, according to two film geeks from Wiltshire, England. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave us a review and subscribe. Hello, welcome to the Film vs. Film podcast. This week we are tackling female revenge films as Promising Young Woman is coming out on the 12th of February on VOD. Uh, Unfortunately not cinemas, but we still get to see it. (laughs) As ever, I'm joined by... Bowaz Dix, Mr. the Mr. Encyclopedia Man. How are you, sir? I'm very good, thanks. How about you? I'm not bad, not bad. Yeah. <laughs> right, shall we get straight into it? My pick is the very creative title in Revenge yeah. uh, from 2017 from France. Yeah, yeah I've, there was a few that I considered. I mean, there's the two, the big two I consider in like. Carrie and Kill Bill. Mm. Um, I think they're the two main ones you would probably go to, but I think it's kind of cool with this podcast. We're choosing, like, certainly very... Yeah, more obscure. I wouldn't say obscure, but different, yeah. I guess, in in this spectrum. Mm. Yeah, it's a very... The story is very much your typical female revenge story, I guess. Mm. You know, it starts off with... I don't know, these three guys going on a hunting trip. Well, actually, it, sta- it starts out. off with a blowjob, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah, before that, <laughs> before that, these three guys arrive with, as you say, a bit on the side, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a mistress, this guy called Richard's mistress called Jennifer, and they arrive in this really nice, like, penthouse. Yeah, so she's going to leave bits uh, on the side everywhere. Bits of their flesh. <laughs> yeah. That should have been a tag. A they line. arrive. Yeah. yeah, they arrive in this really nice house in the middle of absolute nowhere. Nowhere, and they, um, you know, it's supposed to be a hunting trip. And then one of the characters, Stan, rapes Jennifer, and she kind of runs away. And she and then Richard like pushes her off a cliff, mm. <laughs> and you think she's kind of dead, and like, oh, what the hell's going on here? She can't be dead, and then she kind of yeah takes revenge from there, you know, on a quite a blood spewed revenge uh, thriller ensues. So, should we do directing first? Yeah, sure. But yeah, I would say, especially about the directing, it does have this kind of. I don't know, dreamlike, sort of like you're on LSD sort of thing. It's just really strange. And you even get that like straight from the start. Do you remember there? They keep like focusing on this apple that she's taken a bite out of. Yeah. That was so strange. I was like, what is going on? Like, you know, they're partying and having fun. It keeps focusing on this apple and ants like swarm it. And it's just so even right from the off, it's incredibly peculiar. Yeah, the director has a very weird fascination with food and like extreme, like proper extreme, like microscopic close up yeah. shots. There's a few of um, Dimitri while he's eating chocolate and oh, yeah, and eating an apple, as you said. And there's one particular one where Je- when Jennifer does land on this like tree stump, she's literally like a bit of 
trees, yeah. <laughs> you know, sticking out of her abdomen. It's just like, oh yeah. god! And at the start of the sequence where she's starting to wake up, it starts with these incredibly close shots on these ants, and blood drips down on them, and you get this incredible, like, booming yeah. sounds of the drops. Well, of blood it, sa- on it these sounds ants. like um, it sounds like bullets. It sounds like uh, sounds like uh, yeah. you know. Firing, firing ammun- uh, ammo and stuff as they're just landing on the ants. It's, uh, I, I think it's, um, a lot of this kind of weird stuff I kind of see as like foreshadowing or symbolic. So, you know, like she's going to get up and like her blood is basically shooting at these ants, you know, she's going to shoot at these insects, you know, these, these guys. And also kind of like a texture thing as well, because obviously this, this film gets right down and dirty. It's very, you know, dirty and disgusting and in terms of with the characters as well like you know when dimitri's eating the chocolate they they go right close into it and it just it makes you feel quite uncomfortable and just like ew yeah (laughs) please clean your teeth (laughs) yeah (laughs) and mine yeah no it does a lot of that yeah yeah no it's uh it's quite interesting but yeah i do think um a lot of these like shots as i said are symbolic maybe like the ant and because i was trying to think like the ants and the apple maybe it's like she's like an apple do you know what i mean like these i suppose you say insects these uh these guys who are like you know gross and stuff are like the ants and she's like the apple i i don't know i just keep trying to think of stuff like that because it i don't know <laughs> I, do, I do think there is probably like deeper memories. i don't remember the last time an apple took revenge on people well you you have a short memory it <laughs> was know. all in the papers <laughs> the killer apple that destroyed oh, people. Right. Yeah. is that where they got uh, the name big apple from yeah, pro- for new probably. York? yeah it sits on a giant apple but um <laughs> What what was kind of funny as well? Uh, well, actually, I just I thought the the, the focusing on the ants thing. Uh, we are I'm gonna move past this, but the focusing on the ants I just thought was kind of a bit strange, uh, as I've already said. And then the ants when she's coming back to life, it's almost like they bring her back to life. I swear to God, her eyes did look dead. They looked like white. Uh, I was definitely getting like Catwoman vibes, yeah. you know, uh, or you know Batman Returns, when you know the. The cats bring her back mm. to life. I thought she was going to come back as like Ant Woman or something, but um, luckily that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, there's certainly like a lot of um, Phoenix analogies because obviously she literally, with the first time you, she goes into the cave, she takes these drugs that mm. she, you know, that uh, Richard's brought with him, yeah. and she kind of, you know, Richard asks her to, you know, it, put yeah. them in a hiding place, but she just puts it in her necklace. Yeah, and when she's starting to recover she finds this cave beautiful shots in the cave by the way mm. and she takes takes the drug and it's a really interesting sequence because the director avoids like the typical drug trippy scene to start off with <laughs> in that first initial scene and like you see a lot of close-up shots around her face and like you know being really twitchy and then she kind of gains focus um, because usually how you would do that, you would have a lot of like POV shots of her, you know, we- really weird visceral things going on, a lot of blurry stuff and vivid colors. But she intentionally avoids that. Yeah. And then she uses like the beer can, um, which has like a phoenix, well, a bird, an eagle on, on the side and, you know, uh, puts it on the fire and then, you know, heals her wound. And you've got a massive like tattoo burn mark of an eagle, um, you know, which certainly symbolizes 
you know, the, the Phoenix analogy coming, you know, turning into this vengeful woman, mm. which looks awesome. And, and then you have the great double fake out scene, yeah. which is, which is where you get the traditional druggy scene, you know, cause you don't expect it at all. Cause when she first takes it, you have the scene where it's all, you know, just out of her perspective, if you know what I mean? She's like, Oh, we've had the druggy scene, but now you're getting it full on with the double takeout. She gets shot in the head twice, yeah. you know? <laughs> and then, you know, Dimitri looks like comes back to life, you know, all his mangled body, you know, cause he's been soaked in the water in the river. Mm been in the lake for so long and then was it stan is like pretending to be a lizard yeah <laughs> with a few shots and it's just like really visceral and crazy yeah did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear how can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients can we be healed with sound sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives in the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. Yeah, oh, and there was an eagle that eats a rabbit or something. You don't expect it yeah. at all. No, but I, I do think there's a lot of like symbolism, as I said, like with the druggy thing. I didn't expect that, mainly because I thought it would just go straight off into the hallucination thing. But she's just started hearing voices, and mm. then that's over. You think that's fine, and then, you know, as you said, she gets her head blown clean off, but it's like, it's a dream, then gets her head blown <laughs> clean off again. You're like, what the hell is going on? Um, so, and it goes full on into it, you know, for a couple of seconds. But um, things like with the eagle uh, taking down the rabbit, I think, well, it, it is very symbolic of, I mean, basically it's rubbing your face into it. She has an eagle tattooed onto her stomach now, yeah, you yeah. know, seared on, um, cauterized because of the beer can. So, uh, yeah, it's like, you know, she's she's the hunter now, you know, sort of thing. Um, so you know what to expect, really. I actually really like the shot, like, right from the start where they land on, you know, this desert landscape and all you see, then there's a shot of all you see is this just bluey green, you know, of the landscape tinted in this blue green. But then the camera pulls out to reveal Richard's sunglasses. Oh, yeah. You know, and then you've got Jen in the background, you know, sucking a lollipop. And, like, right there, you know that this girl is going to take revenge on this guy, like, right from this first shot. And then cut to title card, Revenge. I thought it was really... Quite a clever way to open the film, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And going back to, like, the craziness as well, like, I really like the little montage sequence they have at the party scene. Again, they go to a lot of these extreme close-ups on Jen, on, you know, her lipstick and her eyes and things. A lot of, like, smoking, drinking. They're all swimming fully clothed in the pool and stuff. A lot of, like, hard light of, like, these blues and... Uh, pinks, yeah. just like really super stylish. Mm. What did you think about the the last scene where the blood soaked scene? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> back at the penthouse. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. It's uh, it was like a yeah, it was a game of cat and mouse with just blood and stuff. They're going in circles, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. They're literally going in circles, chasing each other, yeah. and they're all covered in blood by this point. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, Jen is at one point is literally swimming in it. Yeah. In, <laughs> in the corridor yeah, I know. you know slipping yeah, over and slipping stuff over, yeah. 
Um, yeah, that was really cool. And like uh, when he grabbed her up, he put her, pulled her up, and there's blood like gushing from her head over her eyes, and it's a POV shot with like just blood in her eyes. You know, you're looking at him, but it's just kind of he's mm. red and stuff. Um, I like the bit where uh, she's gonna go into the the living room because he set a trap because he's a hunter and everything, and he's uh, you know put blood stains mm. on the carpet. She's about to go, and then you just see all this blood like. Uh, drip by her feet, you know, because he's uh, he's off to the side, obscured. Yeah. yeah, oh, that was really clever. Oh my god, the the scene where because uh, there's a lot of blood and there's a lot of stuff in the in the film like that, a lot of gore and stuff. But the bit that yeah. I, I, I literally... <laughs> they like their big blood squibs. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't have too much of a problem with it because I, I I'm I'm fine with like really over the top violence. Uh, mm. it, it just seems so absurd, you know, somebody's head exploding. Okay, fair enough. But the bit that really like screwed me up was where Stan steps on glass, and he has to pull that out of his foot. Oh I yeah, looked, oh I had God. to. I had yeah. to stop watching. That was I had to stop watching, and I had to just take a break for a couple of minutes. That was a bit too intense <laughs> because it's and it's quite a clever moment as well because he's removed his shoe because it was uh, covered in blood, and she was tracking him. Which is like, uh, you know, it pays yeah. homage to the beginning. Well, and it's it, it's basically hunting. The film is about hunting. At the start, they're hunting her using yeah. like uh, traditional hunting methods, and like you know, she's leaving a trail of blood and all this stuff. But I love how she kind of quickly picks that up. And uh, I mean, it's not that hard to pick up, yeah. but yeah. And she's chasing him uh, because he's leaving a trail of blood. But then he removes his shoe, which is soaking in blood, yeah. and makes a tourniquet for his arm so he stops bleeding. He manages to surprise her. I think he shoots her, doesn't he? Shoots her like, like in the head or something. Um, yeah, shoots her e- earring. Yeah, off. shoots her ear, ear. Yeah, earring off. Yeah, that was really intense. And uh, the way it's like she's shot, and then boom, like you know, the screen fades. You know, it just goes, and you're like, oh shit. And then yeah, she's and awake. All the sound yeah. is cut out sound, yeah. for a, for a yeah. moment, and then it rings back in. You know. Um, but I love when she's being chased. She crashes. Uh, she uh, breaks some glass. And uh, he he continues running, and I'm like, I know where this is going. He's got one, you know, foot without a shoe, like barefoot, and she's put glad. Yeah, I know where this is going, <laughs> but I didn't expect how like uncomfortable it was to watch. He gets this big piece of glass in his foot, and then spends yeah. a couple of seconds trying to dig it out. Oh my god! Yeah, oh my god! Congratulations to the act onto the acting. They must have used a lot of. Um... Ketchup, watermelons, or something. Lots and lots to of get ketchup. The sound effects for that. Yeah, I mean for the sound oh, effects, yeah. for the foley. Yeah. You know, <laughs> a lot of fruit being wasted. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, like really horrible squelching noise. And <laughs> but it's also like the his acting. I mean, the prosthetics yeah. on the foot is really good, but like the acting, my god, it sells it because it looks like he is in so much pain. <laughs> yeah, I could, mm. I couldn't watch that. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, that was, that was pretty intense. Have you got a favourite shot? Have I got a favourite shot? Oh, oh, actually, yeah, I got it. Where she stabs the guy in the head. Oh yeah, yeah. that was intense. Yeah, that yeah. Was really intense <laughs> in the lake yeah. at night. Yeah, I quite like the bit where where like Stan gets really freaked out when he kind of rises up to the surface and he goes absolutely nuts. Yeah. But we'll go to that in acting. Um, yeah. But again, this is also uh, you know this. I'm just saying the symbolism of shots. I reckon is a de- uh, is a definite thing, and it's intentional, like the focusing on s- seemingly trivial things, um, because they kind of represent the narrative. I think so. I I do say my theory about the ants. I do believe represent the the hunters. You know, 
the bad guys. But also like um mm. and like to push that point home before Stan finds the other guy's dead body in the water because he's been drowned. Uh, he goes to take a piss and like he's pissing and then he drowns a um a spider in his own piss. Like he just sees a spider and he just drowns. Oh it. yeah, that was disgusting. That was disgusting. Was but like, poor spider. I know. Oh, but God. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying, I think these shots are deliberate because it's like, okay, he's drowned. A, you know, a disgusting, you know, arachnid, a disgusting spider in piss, and then his friend has been drowned. I think it's, you know, it's a deliberate. Um, mm. You know, these guys are scum. Yeah. I quite like the little jump scare they do, done for laughs, uh, where Stan is like sleeping in the jeep. Mm. Like I think just after the first drug scene with Jen, and then you get like boom, Richard slaps like a, a bloody dead coyote on the <laughs> yeah, windshield. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah. yeah, that was really good. I've never really seen. I, I mean, I laughed. I did. Well, I wasn't scared. I was just. It was just funny yeah. <laughs> to me. Yeah, I quite like that scene. Uh, I think my favorite shot is like when you see Jen in like all her black gear and she's got you know, the knife on her hip and the she's got a gun and, and like all the ammo around her shoulder, like standing on the cliff, just posing mm-hmm. and there there's a really nice tracking shot. You know, go it just tracks along her shadow and then just goes all the way around her body to reveal her face at the end mm. with like the big, you know, pink earrings. Mm. It's just a really cool shot, that I thought. Yeah, that was cool. Really nice. Just to reveal like this transformation just going really to town on on the directing with that, just to make it really cool and stylish. Yeah. So score, Bowers, what is your score for directing? 8.8. 8.8? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's quite high. Yeah, I guess this film doesn't really do anything particularly subtle <laughs> at all. Um, it's, it's very much in your face. Yeah. Uh, as you said, there's a lot of great extreme close-ups, you know, to add this disgusting texture. I'm not sure I go as high as that, but mm. probably like a solid 8.5. Right. Do we do screenplay first? Uh, second? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, let's do screenplay. Yeah, I do like the, uh, well, uh, I like the evolution of, of Jen throughout the thing. I mean, that's fairly central. I did like, I like how the Hunter guys were were treated, like in the screenplay. That was fairly entertaining because, um, so yeah, Richard, like at the start, he's so like sweet and he's like a charmer and all this. And uh, his other friends are completely creeps, you know. Big one's pretty disgusting. The mm. other one is really uh, creepy and rapey and stuff. And as the film progresses, <laughs> it's like, you know, Richard is is like really evil. He's just so uncaring. And it's basically a sociopath. And uh, the other guys are like quite cowardly, you know. And you, you know, like Stan is mm, is constantly definitely. rethinking this. He's like, even though he bloody started it, it's his goddamn fault. All of this happened. <laughs> yeah. But um, and yeah. I do, I actually, uh, I think that's kind of one of the only like dynamics in the film because she's mainly on her own. But Stan and uh, Richard, I thought their dynamic was pretty cool. Yeah, Richard just basically showing him who's boss, and Stan being so unsure about this this hell that he's just kicked off. Um, I thought that was really well written because you know you could just do uh, the villains like I don't know, like they've got their shit together or whatever. But obviously this has never happened before. They've never had to yeah. hunt somebody down. Yeah, as you say, the twist is quite quite good with Richard because you you know at the start you think it's uh, you think he is on Jen's side the whole time until he pushes her off the cliff. Yeah. You're like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can tell um, even uh, so that was that's the only real yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, there aren't like any kind of major twists or turns or anything. I, I mean, the film is pretty uh, is pretty simple. It's like, you know, it, it does what it says on the tin. Yeah. You know, they're trying to hunt this this girl, trying to uh, they tried to kill her, they're trying to hunt her. She hunts them and kills them. I mean, it's it's fairly self-explanatory. Yeah. I think that's all you need really in this script um with this type of story. Like the setup is quite quick. I think what's more interesting, I guess, is just the transformation in Jen's character and, the, as you said, the dynamics between the three guys, like, you know, their psychological positions in this. Like, Richard is just incredibly determined to, to, to kill her and, you know, wipe wipe out all the, all the evidence, mm. whereas Stan is just completely conflicted on, like, what, sh- what they should do. Mm. You know, at one point, he's like, oh, should we, you know, team up and get you know, lots of lawyers in place and just take her to a hospital, yeah. um, which leads to like the really great line uh, for me from Richard, where he says, what are you afraid of? You seem to have balls with her. So you pick them up and go find her. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> which was quite good. Yeah, yeah that was generally really good. Um, which is my favorite line, to be fair. There's not a lot of great lines, yeah. I guess, in this. My, my, fa- my favorite line... I would say, like, line-wise, uh, from Jen, she goes basically quiet once mm. things get started, yeah, and that's yeah. that's fairly early on in the film. She doesn't really talk much. Um, it's mainly physical acting and mm. and stuff like that. And the other guys, yeah. uh, it's mainly Richard that talks the most, really, and I, I would say he's got, like, the most memorable lines. But I think, and Stan. Yeah, yeah, and Stan. It's mainly Rich and Stan. I, I would say my favourite, uh, if we're going on to lines, my favourite line is where Stan is freaking out um, that they're being like hunted and stuff, and she's killed one of them. And uh, he goes into his truck and turns on the aircon. And I love how Rich just comes over and he's like, um, "Turn the aircon off. It's bad for the environment." <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. He's like, "Turn the aircon off." That was really rad. <laughs> it was really rad. But I really liked it. I thought, "What the hell?" But um. Yeah. yeah. It, well, I think it just shows you that, like, Stan really pisses Richard yeah. off. He's like, anything he does, he will really piss yeah. this guy off. Yeah, he broke his nose as well. Like, yeah, I just fucking turn it yeah. off. <laughs> he broke his nose yeah, because he, cool he said sequence. something like, uh, this is all your fault, like, pushing her off that thing. You shouldn't have done that. And I can't, he says something else, like, he changes the subject on, on something superfluous and then turns around and just breaks his nose. But you, you can tell like they're not the most uh, organized. As I said, you know, you definitely get the vibe. This no. they have never. <laughs> this has never happened before. You know, they're making it up as they go along. You could tell like maybe Rich yeah. would have done something like this. I think when she mentioned his his wife, like if he doesn't get her back home, he'll she'll call his wife. And you remember he laid her mm. out then. And I, you know, that's the only thing he's thinking about. I think now he doesn't have a wife. He doesn't yeah. have a life. He's he's dead. So there's a also like a really creepy line from Stan, like near the start, where Stan and Jen are just sitting in the bedroom, and like Jen is just literally wearing a t-shirt and panties, and and like Stan just gives her a card, gives uh, her his card, and he says, "Oh, we could do we could do a thing or two together," <laughs> and it's just like, "Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. creepy." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what, yeah, you know that's this is just before yeah. he rapes yeah. her, and it's just oh yeah, that was crazy. Not a nice, nice. scene. It's really one. horrible. But it was interesting in that sequence, obviously, because you just see the start of it, and then you you're certainly with 
Dimitri's perspective because it's just after she he's eaten like this chocolate bar like really close up and he just walks away and just watches TV mm. while you can hear all, you know the sound from the rape it's quite disconcerting and horrible <laughs> like he he leaves the room he's cuz i think he says to him you know are you going to just you either piss off or or come in you know and he just turns around yeah. and he goes out cuz he waits for a second and he turns around and then you hear all the the noise from her being uh, raped and stuff and uh and he he turns around like a thought you know like realization and you think oh is he going to like has he changed his mind is he going to like stop this and he just turns the t- the volume of the tv on yeah that was pretty that was yeah. pretty disturbing, yeah have you got a favorite line again it's going to be so strange but the the one with the uh <laughs> The air conditioner one. Uh, the yeah. air conditioner one. I just like that one. <laughs> Can you just turn it Yeah. Down? Turn the uh, AC okay. off. It's bad for the environment. It's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, that was so weird. That's the least anyway, of your concerns. Um, I think that kind of I think that kind of shows that um like Rich is also breaking. Like he's pretending to like know what he's doing. You know, it's just mm, yeah. Slightly unraveling at that yeah. point. Maybe. So score for screenplay? Or maybe a yeah, maybe okay. a seven point nine or seven point eight. Maybe a seven point eight. Okay. Seven point eight. It's just the thing. I could, it's, seven point yeah, eight. Okay. It's just yeah, the thing I'm fair. thinking is like, um, really, the memorable thing about this film is the is the shots. It's the it's the it's the you know, it's the look of the film, and it's the violence of the film. But yeah, you know, I, I think you're right. Like there aren't like that so, many yeah. memorable lines in it and stuff like that. But yeah, there's not many memorable lines and. I think, as you say, like Jen literally has next to nothing to say in this film, which I don't mind because a lot of what's great about Jen is what she does in her actions, but you don't really know anything about her at all. She's just a teenage girl, Mm. you know, that's just, you know, having sex with this rich guy. Well, because you you, you (laughs) basically, yeah, exactly. (laughs) You basically think, oh, she's a spoilt, dumb blonde because that's how she acts, but then it's like, well, n- nothing happens. And she turns into a yeah, badass, she turns into a badass. So. But you don't know you don't know about her really. Um, yeah, but certainly, as everyone knows, you know, screenplays aren't just all about the yeah, dialogue no. and and what they say. It's how the film is structured. Yes, it has a really very simple revenge thriller structure, which really works well. But what I quite liked about the script is what we talked about in directing as well, which certainly bleeds into screenplay is the whole you know the first drug scene which you don't expect it to be like that mm. and then you get the double fake out which you do not expect at all yeah that was really good. i mean i had seen this film before and i completely forgot about it i was just like oh shit mm. yeah of course yeah. have you ever watched um, uh, sexy beast so i was really getting, like that yeah have you ever watched sexy beast yes many many years yeah ago. <laughs> i was getting very like really big sexy beast vibes from this film i don't know like just Seemed really similar. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I mentioned that. I just thought I'd mention that. Okay. Just the way it was directed really reminded me of it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. So screenplay score, I would probably go a seven point five. So acting, I think my one of my favorite performances actually is uh, Vincent uh, Colum. <laughs> Colum. Yeah, a lot of French yeah. guys. Uh, who plays Stan? Yeah, I was going to say Stan as well. He is super intense in this film. <laughs> I, I think he he goes through like a lot, like emotionally, in this film more mm. than I wouldn't say more than anyone else. I mean, she's literally been through hell, but 
him as an actor, phys- you know, his face and like how he delivers his lines. Yeah, just, he goes from like being like, he just has like a really creepy smile. Yeah. You know, certainly in the beginning so, at Jed, and it's just like. Ugh. But it's like he goes from like being like really gross and uh, and really creepy and very unnerving to being like very cowardly and like weaselly and like. And you kind of feel a bit sorry for him mm. to be very menacing at the end and stuff. Really? Like, I don't know. Like when he, when I never felt sorry for him. Never felt sorry for him. <laughs> the guys are no, Okay, no. I'm not saying. I, I, you know, I'll make it clear. I don't. I know rapist, he's a rapist. Man. I'm just. I'm saying. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> shut up. Maybe sorry isn't the the best word to use, but you know. Definitely feel like he's he's gonna you know he's scared he's scared there we go I'm not I'm not feeling sorry for any rapist he gets what he fucking deserves he gets what he deserves yeah <laughs> in fact he should have well, a sniper bullet to the yeah, head in, in, with a giant squeak. in fact if we if we start talking uh, when we talk about hard candy he probably deserves what that guy got <laughs> yeah. fucking oh hell Jesus Christ yeah. yeah but we'll get onto that in a minute that was insane. Yeah, there's a great moment from Stan where he see we touched on it a little bit, but when Stan sees Dimitri's body rise up from the lake and he goes fucking nuts with fear. Yeah. <laughs> he like falls in the lake, gets soaked, <laughs> nearly drowns. Yeah. Gets up, throws up yeah. on this you know, when he gets out of the lake and then go runs into the Jeep and actually just goes nuts in the Jeep. <laughs> yeah. It's a quite quite incredible yeah, it's amazing, piece of yeah. acting, I thought. He's just smashing everything. <laughs> Like that, you're like, whoa. And then it, yeah, and then it like cuts to silence of um, Richard just staring at the body near the lake. And it's just really quiet after that. It's just just really interesting just comparing, you know, the juxtapositions of, of these two characters' state of mind. Like, Richard is not phased by this at all. Mm. Or, or he is, but it's just all internal. But with Stan, it's all external. Yeah. <laughs> And again, we've touched on it a little bit with Stan, with um, his facial expressions when he's taking the glass out of his foot. It's just like, oh my god, yeah. the guy is go- really going for it in this. It is. It makes. Uh, I think it makes that scene like much worse. Like, I, I really, I really found mm. it difficult to watch, and I think he does sell it because you're like, oh my god, this is yeah, too yeah. painful. And the camera does not shy away from <laughs> from the glass in the foot yeah, at all. Gross. Yeah, he's quite incredible in that point. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think I'm right in saying both of our favourite performances are uh, Vincent, yeah. Stan, uh, Stan Colin, the man, Stan Colin, the rapist man. I think who plays Stan? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you What do you think about Jen's the character, the actress who plays Jen? Yeah, I thought she was pretty good. Yeah. Matilda Anna Ingrid Lutz. Yeah, as you said, it's, she's very much her physicality. Even at the start with the dancing, she's really sexy mm. and. <laughs> amazing i think the only thing that's kind of bothered me a lot the director does choose to have a lot of ass shots i'm like okay yes we know we <laughs> we know she's got a really nice ass but well, I, I, we get I, it i kind of <laughs> forgot every i forgot every 30 seconds so i needed reminding <laughs> so uh, i'm i'm very okay. thankful for that yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. but yeah i think certainly the way she portrays her transformation is uh, really, really good, I think. Mm. Uh, so, Mr. Encyclopedia, <laughs> man, what's your score for acting? Um, I think maybe I'll go 8.3. Yeah, I think for me, 
Yeah, as we said, like Stan Vincent Colombi yeah. uh, is incredible, really. Apologies if I've butchered your name, I probably have. Yeah, I think he's quite remarkable. Yeah, he definitely had fun with it. Matilda Anna Ingrid Lewitt. Uh, Lewitz is great as Jen, as as I think I've said. You know, her transformation into this really cool badass is is really quite remarkable. Mm. But I'm not sure it's a massive stretch for her. And you could probably have a lot of other people in that role do you know quite a fine job as well. Yeah, Richard uh, Kevin Jansen's is great as well in a very different way to Stan. You know, he again, he's got like this very like quiet rage bubbling under when it does explode at the end. It's quite remarkable. Mm. There's some great shots of him, you know, running into camera covered in blood, you know, the, yeah. <laughs> basically the in circle yeah. scene was great. Like, um, like his guts hanging out naked. Yeah. Um, do you know what was it? It's funny that he would you do see his, you pee-pee. do see his penis. Yeah. I was like, Oh, exactly. <laughs> It was tracking him. He's naked. I'm like, wow, this guy enjoys being naked. And he goes to sit down, and they didn't manage to cover it like quite fast enough. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you see it again as well. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. did I see his penis? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I want to change my contract. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Do you think that's a prosthetic penis, or is that au natural? <laughs> no, we could email. That's natural. Yeah, we could we could email him. Well, yeah. I, don't know. I mean, I don't think they had the a bigger budget to say. Yeah, I want a bigger penis, please. <laughs> did you hear about that time where um, um, they apparently did that a lot on Game of Thrones, like fake penises? Really? Yeah, I think that's quite oh, funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll probably go seven point seven. Right, let's do the scores for Revenge. The score for Revenge is. 48.6, which is not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Not brilliant. I don't think it breaks into the top 10, but there we are. So, Bowers, what is your pick for female revenge films? I have picked Hard Candy, which, yeah, it's a really nice. crazy film. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I did know of it, but I never got around to watching it. I've always wanted to watch it, and I thought, you know, this will be the. Mm. The perfect time to bring it up. So yeah, and I'm I'm, kind, yeah. I'm not I'm, I'm glad I watched it. Although that said, I'm kind of not glad I watched it. Like there are some really um, disturbing bits in it. Yeah, <laughs> I think before we start with this one, Elliot Page has come out as transgender yeah. now, but obviously in this film she plays a girl, yeah. so we will call her Haley or her or Page. Yeah, you know. To referring her to as a female character, but you know we definitely res- res- totally respect her decision with that. It's yeah. incredibly brave, in my opinion. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, yeah, I just thought it's important to mention that. Should we go straight into directing? Yeah, let's go straight into directing. Really interesting way this is shot. I think f- first and foremost, literally, just something that's just popped into my head. You could you could definitely tell this is filmed digitally. Mm. You know, it's not the best looking film. I don't think. Yeah. One thing I noticed straight away is like, which I quite liked, but is like the very much uh, undercranking style they use with the action scenes. Like it, it gets really choppy and very like, you know what I mean? The action seems really like jarring and quick, you know, even though they're obviously not doing much with the movement of what they're actually doing. But it was quite, you know, when... Haley is like searching the house for evidence. Oh yeah, yeah. And their little fight near the end, you know, mm. it makes it more visceral. But yeah, it was quite interesting that bit. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I would. Uh, I would say like, yeah, that was that was really well done. I I don't think there was that much like flashiness in the directing or in the camera work. No, I think if you compare this to Revenge, Revenge, you know, does I, you know, it looks it looks a lot better. But also, oh, I was so you could say this is kind of like a bottle film. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, actually, again, episode. you've beat me again to a point <laughs> I was going to make. What the hell's wrong with you? Are you reading I can through? Read my- his mind, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Screw you. <laughs> anyway. So um, I I thought of it first. I can't believe, but yeah, I was saying I could have used this as a bottle <laughs> film. Yeah, could have killed two birds with one stone. It's interesting with the directing. From the second shot, you see there's a really nice uh, push in on Haley when she's meeting Jeff for the first time, and she, it's a completely unflattering moment to make her look really uh, innocent. You know, it's just her eating cake, and she's got chocolate all, all over her lips, and <laughs> and then you get. You know, making her really innocent. You know, she's a little child and, well, a teenager. And then when they go to sit down in the cafe, there's like this little shot that tracks round to uh, Patrick Wilson's face, who plays Jeff, and it and it quickly moves past his face and then onto a missing persons poster, and then immediately it kind of suckers you in to think, "Yep, this guy is weird." Yeah. <laughs> Um, which is a great setup in those two combinations of, you know, for the twist that happens mm. when Haley like straps into the chair, like, oh, this is not what I was expecting in this film, <laughs> you know. Yeah, which is really great, really well done. How it just suckered you in to that. Yeah, and um, yeah, it de- it definitely kind of puts that. Tr- well, I suppose the regular setup of a, a female revenge film is, you know something bad is going to happen to her and then later she's going to get revenge for it. But with yeah. this, it's more so she's lured him into a trap and then the rest of the film is her, well, him trying to escape getting, you know, tortured, yeah. basically. So it's uh, it's definitely different mm-hmm. in that respect. What also was quite different was the amount of close-up shots they have in this film. It made me really quite uncomfortable yeah, the yeah, amount they of close-ups do. they yeah, have they on each of the characters. It just creates this quite strong Im- intimacy between the two characters mm. and it just made me like really uncomfortable <laughs> i was like please give me a wide shot now because <laughs> it's just such a creepy situation yeah. it's like please wide shot can i have a wide shot please <laughs> yeah i can breathe now for a few seconds oh back to the close-ups yeah oh my god yeah. especially especially you know, with the certainly those opening exactly. scenes <laughs> especially with the testicular scene and it keeps going from his face to her face, <laughs> like his face to her face. You're like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah. I think that's basically the seminal moment moment of the film to me. In my mm. my thing, there's so much build up to it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, 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 man. That was yeah. Let's get straight to it. Then <laughs> the castration scene. Oh my god! Oh, yeah, that was really uncomfortable. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. It's quite. It's really interesting the way they construct it like in the build-up of it, because when she straps him to the to the table, it's quite a funny tracking shot. Well, I found it hilarious, but, like, Patrick Wilson, it's a, it's a bird's-eye yeah, view. Yeah, castration is so, so fun. The camera goes from his face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, hang on, let me finish. <laughs> it goes from his head, and it tracks down his body, and then you just see this bag of ice on his yeah. <laughs> dick and it's just, i just find that hilarious i'm like oh my god what the hell is going on yeah. i don't know for me at that point it still didn't click i'm like what the fuck has she got a, a bag of ice on his dick she's gonna freeze his nuts oh no it's it's so much worse then it goes to a shot 
where the scene is kind of like backlit and it's very again like very tight on each of their faces and they're in like semi uh, silhouette and you can't quite see what Haley is wearing and obviously Jeff doesn't really know what the hell is going on and then and then randomly Jeff says oh why the ice hmm? and then <laughs> Cut to outside the window, and she's wearing scrubs, yeah. and it's just like, oh my god, he's going to cut his dick off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, that, that, yeah. It was another. It was another film, just like in Revenge, where I had to kind of stop for a minute and just kind of yeah. get some air because uh, yeah. Mm. So I mean, if you, if if any guys are listening, you know, well, if any girls are listening, you this is like yeah, this is a man. Man's worst this nightmare. This is a man's worst nightmare, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, I'd rather have glass in my foot. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was talking to a girl once. Like, I don't know, we were just talking about hair, and, like, she had quite long hair, and she said, and I asked, would you ever go short hair? I'm like, and she was like, no, worst nightmare. That's my worst nightmare. Really? Like, really? Really? Wow, she... Uh, man. And then after watching this, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but there we go. Never go out with anybody named Hayley. Um... Well, you know, fuck it. <laughs> Be weary of any 14-year-olds named Haley, at the very least. Mm, with short with hair. With short hair, <laughs> yeah. And a razor blade. <laughs> um, yeah, these shots, some of the shots really bring out Patrick Wilson's incredible performance. Yeah. But there's one particular shot when he's on, when the castration is happening and you just see his face just, like, covered in sweat. Mm. And the, right, the lighting is really good because it just captures all the sweat on his face and it's kind of really red as well and it just captures him just feeling yeah in, just in incredible pain and yeah. just completely out of it, it was, well remember yeah yeah shot? no definitely it can come back to it a few times and um it's it's also like I, it gives you a very peculiar feeling like you're sort of going through it because he's wincing and everything and you can hear the squelching yeah. like the and um yeah again and Haley yeah. used up a lot of fruit yeah yeah <laughs> And Haley's joking around about it, and you can just see on his face, it's like, uh, wince. And then it just looks like like he's not even there anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's, you know, the lights are on, uh, you know, the, you know. Yeah. Nobody's home, you know. Uh, he just looks completely out of it, like, oh, my God. Mm. It's the realisation yeah. of what's happened to him. And she's like, uh, oh, I, I try not to make it hurt. He's like, why do you care? <laughs> like, you know, he's just like... <laughs> And there's one particular shot which is actually quite scary because you don't want to see it. Um, but there's a bit where it kind of it's kind of, the camera is kind of on the shoulder of Haley while she's doing the castration, and the camera like drifts up at the monitor, and it's all out of focus. And you're like, no, no, I don't want to see it. <laughs> Keep it out of no! focus, for the love of God. <laughs> and <laughs> it could have been worse. It could have been worse. They didn't actually. It was yeah. more the the performance of it happening rather than actually showing you it. Yeah, which is good. I know, yeah. You do, you do see... But it's interesting because there's very little music in this film, but there's a little pulse of music while the camera drifts up to the monitor. It's just, like, daring you to look at it, even though it is, you know, in, uh, out of focus. It's just super creepy, that whole... Well, this whole film, really. Yeah, yeah that's pretty crazy. <laughs> Have you got a favourite shot, then? Have I got a favourite? Uh, not that one. <laughs> not that one at all. Um... I think generally, actually, when he commits suicide, when he commits suicide, yeah, that is my favorite shot as well. <laughs> yeah, um, he just, she's like, you know, just end it all, and I'll get rid of all the evidence and stuff, and you just see like him basically silhouetted against the sky skyline, 
at her and him, and he just jumps off. Yeah, yeah. And I just, oh man, that was just uh, in slow motion. In slow motion, yeah. Just really powerful, like mm. thematically, and then how it's done. So I'll go first on these. Then my score for directing, I think, I think it's really well done. Especially that, begi- that those opening scenes, the way it just makes you feel so uncomfortable mm. about this whole situation that you know this girl this teenage girl is dating like a 30 year old man it's just like oh my god yeah. you know and he, he just won't there's literally next to no wide shots but then there's a few like really interesting shots tracking shots mm. you know and the performances are are incredible yeah the way the director gets them so i'll probably go like uh 7.8 okay uh, i was gonna say uh maybe uh just kind of a little off topic, but do you remember that scene where um, she starts putting the picture, like the picture, up of like? Yeah, oh yeah. I, I, yeah, I quite find that powerful. It's a picture of um, that woman that he said, that little mm. girl that he said he never took a picture of, and all this stuff, and she's been trying to get like proof that he he murdered this this yeah. girl called Donna or something, and puts her picture up on the wall. That was really mm. that was really good. Um, but yeah, uh, I think. I think maybe similar, actually. Maybe 7.9 or something. Screenplay. I find this screenplay really quite fascinating, actually, in terms of how the film kind of subverts this genre. Because obviously with Revenge, it's a straight-up classic revenge story, revenge thriller. Mm. Um, You know, a bad thing happens to someone, the character takes revenge on the others. Simple. With this, it's... kind of flips it a bit because um you know the way the film is structured you think you know where this film is going but the twist is um you don't see the punishment happen if you know what yeah. i mean and then it kind of goes to then you're like is she is Haley going too far with this is she going to get caught and then it's kind of like is she is Haley the actually the antagonist in this yeah. or is jeff or are they both antagonists in yeah. this? <laughs> because I, th- yeah, I think it's, it's really yeah. interesting he, where this goes. Because, yeah, I mean, he never um, at any point does a sort of... Well, I suppose really, really towards the end. And at that point, it's not a villain monologue. It's more... It's an admission. Because she's constantly uh, badgering him about, like, um, exactly how bad he is. And he constantly denies it or comes up with some excuses or... So, like, she's, like, mm-hmm. like literally, I'm 14, you knew this was wrong and all this stuff. You take pictures of, yeah. of girls. And he's like, no, no, that's professional. No, I wouldn't have done anything. And then it's maybe, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, maybe he does. But then she starts insinuating that he's actually a murderer as well. And that's something he just constantly denies. I have not killed anyone, I swear to God. And yeah. then it's a particular girl. It's a particular girl, Donna. She went missing. I know you killed her. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. All the way really right to the end where he's like... So I think throughout all of that, I'm thinking maybe this is a case of mistaken identity. Maybe he does look at kiddie things or whatever. But like maybe she's got him pegged for the wrong guy, you know, because it's quite extreme what she's doing to him. Because it kind of ends in a fairly conventional way where, you know, uh, Jeff ends up killing himself or basically being goaded into killing himself by Haley. But what I'm saying is there's like there's no particular point where a bad thing happens to Haley. No, no, exactly. Well, you I would know, say like the really, there are but there are only like slivers I guess it's always in the background. Yeah. There are only like there, I would say there are slivers of every time he escapes, 
which does ha- actually happen quite frequently. She's definitely not a pro at this. Yeah. Um, but I think <laughs> no. he escapes three times. And uh, each, and I think by the third time, you're just like, yeah, come on. Now he's probably going to do some damage to her. And I'm a bit fearful of her, but also kind of, I'm not saying I'm on his side, but you think, man, he has been through a lot, you know, here. Um, yeah, yeah. That maybe he's going to, you know, even the score. But she's quite clever. Like every time he escapes, she does manage to like kick his ass down. Yeah. You know? I don't think there was any moment really where I wanted Jeff to get away with it no. or to to escape. No, no, no. Really. Yeah. But it's just the fact that Haley is kind of a really menacing character. Well, maybe at the start, yeah. I thought um, like maybe she had just got the wrong guy, and maybe I don't know. You know, maybe this isn't as bad as it seems. I think you know she does start to eke out just, more and more yeah. of a confession throughout the film. I think per escape, yeah. so I think f- maybe the first one you think maybe this is a bit much, um, but by the third one you're like, nah, he, he's <clears throat> he's uh, he's definitely a a rapist and a murderer. So that definitely goes out the window. Yeah. Yeah. But I, don't, you know, it's just one of those things. Like I don't want to say come across as saying sympathy, but I do have somewhat sim- sympathy for him. Not again, it's not like I agree okay. with anything he did, but the fact that he comes across as a human. Well, he gets his dick cut off. Well, he gets his <laughs> dick cut off. I mean, man, I would sympathise with anybody who got their dick cut off. I think you know, I mean, you know, just mm. yeah. I mean, man, you've suffered enough. But I think it's, Obviously, it's just the way again, it's just the way he, he plays it. it. Yeah, no, really? but I'm just saying it's the way he plays it. He doesn't go into. Yeah, yeah like villain mode or just be like yeah i'm yeah. evil no he's constantly defending his actions and he's you know he's he's constantly trying to fight for his life and say whatever he's crying Which he's is like bad, freaking I out guess. do you know what i mean yeah. well i'm just saying it just seems like yeah. this is this is what would happen um if you got your revenge on somebody and tortured the hell out of them it isn't that they would just uh you know, grit their teeth and bear it and say some evil thing and then you'd finish them. It's like, no, he is begging, he's pleading, he's trying to, like, explain his actions, he's going through his past, trying to humanise himself, trying to talk to her, all this stuff. So I don't think at any point I felt, like, even when he's, like, like, you know, literally I'm going to kill her towards the end, it's like, I don't know, these are all kind of understandable reactions that a person would do. Um, Mm. Again, I'm not defending him, I'm just saying it... It yeah. does the kind of, I suppose, raw, squeamish view of what actual justice or revenge or whatever would actually be like. I suppose, yeah. like when you say, you know, a revenge film where, like, or you know, action movie like Die Hard, where you know everybody, you know, all the bad guys die like that. In, a, in real life, you shoot a bunch of guys; they're bleeding, they're screaming, they're crying, they're shitting themselves. It's not pleasant, and I think uh, it did it more like that. Uh, also, she's kind of sadistic, you know. It, it's like. Yeah, he might deserve it, but she's she's definitely taking some glee into this. She's definitely happy about yeah, it. Yeah, that's the thing. She's definitely taking pleasure in this, there's no doubt about yeah. that. Because she's so level-headed. I mean, there are moments where she kind of freaks out a bit, but not many, yeah. certainly not compared to Jeff. Yeah. But it's, it, it the film definitely treats Haley's character as like a hero-type yeah. type character, because she hasn't been a victim at all in this film you know there's no motivation for her what she's do- she's trapping jeff into this situation yeah you know? but when you say that she's there's nothing personal here you know for yeah Haley particularly but i don't know because if you said like there's nothing personal then like and I, I i think maybe you're right but then it 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 does come across as like the intention of it i mean did you ever watch uh like dexter like you know 
the thing with he's a serial yeah. killer, <laughs> but he channels that into killing serial killers. But it's like, you know, man, he would be killing people anyway. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's just he's challenging it and channeling it into something good. I think she does seem quite, quite disturbed. Do you know what I mean? If, oh, yeah, if she yeah. wasn't targeting pedophiles, maybe she'd like, you know, kill a granny or something. I don't know. Take a postman's balls off or something. It's just interesting how this film manipulates the audience in the way that you get these two, I've said uh, antagonistic characters, but I'm not sure that's the right term. It's just yeah. these two, not, these two not psychologically. Yeah. I think they're psychologically <laughs> yeah. both messed up, you know, really badly. I think they're, yeah, and how I think they're very, very, exactly. <laughs> but I would say like they're very, 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 very dark gray with him being on the bad side, obviously. But it's yeah, like, yeah. It's like, yeah, but even him talking about his life and his relationships and, you know, where she sends all that evidence to his girlfriend, you know, when they were both much, much younger. I think he even talks about that, like, when they first met. It's like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, um, yeah, he's got some some emotions there, you know. Right, let's let's dive into uh, some of the lines because there's a lot of... Oh, yeah. (laughs) I I, I guess um, I was going to say this. When I was talking about her being sadistic, when she was saying, I'm just testing the garbage disposal with his testicles and puts them down and goes, (laughs) I guess they weren't brass after all. (laughs) You're like, Jesus Christ. Whoa. Yeah. There's there's one quite sick one from (laughs) Jeff where there's a line where Haley picks up one of the photos on the wall, you know, one of the models um, that he slept with called Janelle. I think that's the one he had a special relationship with. And, and Jeff says, I learned everything I know practicing on her, (laughs) which is kind of, yeah, yeah, that's pretty damn creepy. And there's other ones from, there's loads of incredibly sick lines from Haley when she's doing the castration scene. Like everybody will be a little bit safer if you do a little, uh, preventive maintenance yeah and then jeff randomly shouts out which is so fucking funny like does your mother know you cut off my balls <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah doesn't she's, she's like nuts. yeah maybe i'll tell her after yeah. this like she doesn't know but maybe i'll tell her <laughs> yeah. yeah maybe she'll okay. be proud oh, can you imagine if she sleep talks fucking yeah oh my um. god but um yeah no there are some really kind of really dark humor uh lines there yeah it's pretty pretty nuts I was going to say it's pretty nuts, but they're they're pretty ugly nuts now. And she says, uh, what should I do first, your right or your left testicle? Uh, why don't we just go with the right one? <laughs> uh, I like when she goes, yeah, yeah, we're just past the then, hump now. Yeah. I've got to finish it, Jeff. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise you'll be limping or something. It's like, I got to finish it off, you know. You're like Jesus Christ, but yeah, she, it's so sadistic because she likes yeah. pretending to care and being your. Yeah, yeah, because she says, yeah, she definitely wants to look after her patients, in air quotes, when she says, like, oh, there's this website, unixquestions.com. <laughs> it asks great questions. You don't have to go through this alone. Yeah. You know, she's just caring, you know, looking after her patient. Christ. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, what should we do with them? We could see how far they bounce. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, she is just a nutter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like that. Uh, I know, that was a good one. That's my go-to <laughs> nutcase. For yeah, oh, God. nutter, yeah. nutter, nutter with nuts in her hands. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that was pretty crazy. I think we could talk at length about the testicle scene. Like, I think um, <laughs> definitely like the most memorable sequence in a film I've I've seen mm. quite 
Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Wow. Well, anyway, he wasn't having fun, but she was having a ball. Ha ha. ha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were waiting. You were waiting ages to say. That. Yeah, I know. I even forgot the line. I was like, I'm supposed to say something. Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> but there's an interesting line that Jeff has, like when he does escape, which kind of like an acceptance speech of like who he is, that he is a pedophile, yeah. you know, and, he, and and he goes like really crazy and he stabs repeatedly one of his pictures and he says, you're right, you're right, Haley. Thank you. Thank you. This is me. This is who I am. Thank you for helping me see it. Yeah, that was good. You know, and he's just basically saying, fuck it. I've got nothing to lose. Yeah. I'm a murdering pedo. I'm just going to try and go after this girl now. Yeah. <laughs> he's got nothing. Yeah. She's really, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, that was pretty cool. There's so many good lines. I would think it's, it's basically, I would say, uh, the opposite that I had with um, Revenge when we were talking about Revenge. Where I'm like, mm, oh, you know, yeah. the direction and all this and symbolism and camera work and all, but not too many like memorable one-liners and acting and stuff. Yeah. This I don't think is it's not that um, experimental or kind of unique in its camera work and like direction and stuff. But no, no. when it comes to like dialogue, yeah, this this yeah. definitely beats beats out revenge. Um, much more memorable dialogue and structurally as yeah. well how it plays out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, no. So, do you have a favorite line? Yeah, uh, yeah, I got quite a few actually. Yeah, um, yeah, it's just really hard to narrow it down. Oh yeah, didn't you feel it was kind of where she's like set up that uh, strangler, you know, for him to hang himself and all that stuff, the first time. Yeah, and uh, what in the kitchen? Yeah, in the kitchen, and I, I got really tense when the neighbor called up, knocked on the door, and what have you, and she's out, and he's like, <laughs> oh yeah, Sandra Ho. <laughs> yeah. That. Randomly turns up, you're like, "Oh my god, yeah. tense!" Yeah, tense, that was really tense. tense. <laughs> he's like, "Did I hear something?" Oh yeah, you know, he's food poisoning. He's in a lot of pain. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was really tense. That was really. Tense. I thought she was going to come back mm. after that scene. I didn't. I thought we were going to see her again, and like, I thought she was going to yeah. like. She did look suspicious. You know, call the cops yeah, exactly. But she did it look, never happen. Yeah. But she didn't do anything. I guess it was just a red herring. Yeah, I, I think as well. Thing. It was just to perk your. Uh, Perk your excitement. I was like, oh my god, she's going to get caught. But yeah, my favourite line is definitely, does your mother know you cut my balls off? <laughs> I was going <laughs> to Cut off my balls. Yeah. Oh man, I was going to say, what? this is going to piss me off, because I had in my mind so many of these lines. <laughs> and now they're like slowly slipping out of my head. Or um, I, I guess the line, I guess they're not made of brass after all. I, I, <laughs> I quite like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was, that was so gross. So for me... I think I probably will score it a tad higher than Revenge because yeah. I think re- with Revenge, with the screenplay, it doesn't particularly do anything special. But yeah, it doesn't really take any risks they're, they're and stuff. Definitely, yeah. no. But that, w- with Revenge's re- uh, approach, it's very much don't mess with a you know with a good formula. Mm. But with this, it's it's certainly trying to do something a bit different. Yeah. You know, as we've said, mm-hmm. like having these two kind of psychopathic people very you know dark shades of gray type character as you described mm. butting heads which is really really interesting and how it just suckers you in into this trap as the audience and jeff is is really great so i think i'll go with 7.8 yeah yeah i i probably will go i think i'll go quite a bit higher so i might go yeah. 8.4 8.4 
I don't know. I'm not in a very high-scoring mood today. I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm being harsh. Yes, it's being very. It's because it's uh, it's it's because it's women-based films. Martin is a sexist. Really? Yeah. I'm not. A woman hater. No. <laughs> no. Martin is a sexist. You're what are you saying? <laughs> oh God. Fuck's sake, Barrett. Ladies, boycott him. Right. <laughs> this, this will be my right, show now. Acting. Yeah. I think they're both incredible in this, yeah. really. Paige and uh, Patrick Wilson. Any good moments from you, for you? Yeah, I mean, the whole scene with them on the table. I know we've talked about this so much, but it's built up yeah. for so long. And then when it happens, you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, and that was just really intense. Yeah, um, yeah. when he starts, like, at the end, like, really freaking out. Like, you know, she's gone mm. and stuff, and he... He goes full psycho. That was great. Um, his acceptance yeah. at the end of it, where he's basically crying and it's like, it's, you know what I mean? He's like breaking mm. down and he admits to it finally. Yeah. Uh, also, going back into the script thing, I mm. thought that's another little twist that uh, you might not catch up on. When he, he finally that? admits to it, finally, but uh, that, you know, he was involved in yeah. that girl's disappearance and death. But he goes, but it wasn't me. It was the guy I was with. Yeah. And she was like, he basically said the same thing. So she's yeah. already been and killed that guy. <laughs> so you're like, okay. Yeah, she, she yeah. does what she did. Yeah, her acting at the beginning where she's acting all sweet and innocent and then it's like does a 180, mm. she drugs him and is suddenly yeah, torturing his ass. Yeah, um, And her performance is really great when she says, because obviously they have quite a bit of a, a dialogue sequence when he's tied up in the chair and she says... Uh, Jeff, playtime is over. Mm. Now it's time to wake up. Mm. And you're just, and she just turns in her face, just really menacing, and and you know, you're just convinced that she means business now. And it's just like, oh, mm. where is this film going from here? You know, one piece of acting I really liked from Patrick Wilson um, when Haley is trying to guess the combination and the safe, and you know, he gives like a sarcastic comment, oh, you're not going to get it. And then yeah. like, he slowly increasingly looks more and more nervous when she's talking about like the birthday of the girl that uh, he was seeing previously. Yeah. And, he, and, you know, you can just really see it, you know, it goes from nervousness to like deep shame when she opens the, the safe to see all these pictures, you know? Mm. Yeah. It was quite really good performance there from Patrick Wilson. You know, going from nervous, scared to shame, <laughs> yeah, all in like a few minutes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. One aspect of of Paige's performance where you're like, which reinforces this thing of like, you don't particularly know where this film is going to go, and whether Haley can pull this thing off is when I think Patrick Wilson is trying to escape, and then Paige suffocates him with the cling film oh, yeah. wrapped around his face. Yeah, I was actually going to mention then that when yeah. that's done, like. Yeah, yeah. She goes, like, really intense and... Starts slamming her head against the wall. Yeah, yeah. And she's, like, she's not fully comfortable doing this. Yeah. You know, it just gives you that sense that, oh, can she actually control this situation mm. from here on out? Mm. Um, you know, it just gives you that sense of doubt mm. in, you know, as you go through the story. Yeah. Um, he's definitely very active. You know, like, when, he, he keeps yeah, trying yeah. to escape at, like, every opportunity. Um, she would have been safer off just shooting him in the head, but you know. The only thing that bothered me in that, I'm just like, well, he goes after the gun, but I'm like, well, the gun ain't going to get you out of the chair, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
I think a knife would be better first, <laughs> then get the gun. But anyway. Yeah. Well, next time you're tied up in a chair, yeah. you know what to do. So yeah. Yeah, I'm going for a. I'm going for a knife. <laughs> yeah, I'm going for a knife. <laughs> for, like first job, get out of the chair, yeah. then try and kill the. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm talking from Patrick. Wilson's exactly, exactly. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't kill bitches. So my not anymore. Anyway, anyway. Anyway, my favorite performance was a difficult one to choose because I think they're both really great. Mm. But I think I'm going to go with Patrick Wilson yeah. over Elliot Page. Yeah, because um, I think. Not many actors have the opportunity, or well, I wouldn't say opportunity, I don't know. They don't have scenes where their dick is being cut off. <laughs> yeah, I so, would say to when it comes... Yeah, exactly. Intense pain like that, it's really difficult. Mm. I would say, yeah, and just like, it's it's also like the disbelief. I, I, it's not so much the pain, it's just like, what the hell is happening? Oh my God, what is happening? Oh my God. But to maintain that, because yeah, you you know it does. Yeah, maybe we should give that to his, put it on his resume, like you know, top notch penis <laughs> yeah. castration actor. Yeah. Maybe that should be in the Oscars. Can you imagine that being at the top? Yeah, that would be funny. Yeah. That'd be in the Oscars. Just one single character. Category. <laughs> yeah. yeah, one category, and the award for oh, best God. castrated male goes to. You know, that'd be insane. Patrick Wilson Pat- again. Yeah. <laughs> I would say he's got balls, but that's not true. <laughs> yeah, no, that'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah, so I'm guessing your favourite performance is Patrick Wilson. Yeah, as well, I would edge. I would edge Patrick Wilson over. Over. Yeah, she does a good job, but I okay. I do think he just edges her out just slightly. Yeah, I think the the acting in this is is quite incredible from these two. It's a great two hander. So I'm going to go with eight point two. I think. Yeah. I think it just edges it with. Uh, above screenplay, I think, for me. Okay. I would go 8.5. Right. So let's add up the scores then for Hard Candy. Okay, the, the final score for Hard Candy is, quite incredibly, 48.6, which is exactly the same as Revenge. So oh. there is a tie. Wow. <laughs> no winner this week. You go, girlfriend. Yeah. Great, yeah. <laughs> so that's quite extraordinary. That is quite extraordinary. First time that ever happened. Uh, next week we'll be doing Tom Hanks films, as News of the World would have reached our screens on Netflix. He obviously has a, a massive wealth of our films under his belt, so it'll be interesting to see what films we pick. Mm. Yeah, yeah, as ever, Boaz, thank you very much, and we'll see you next time. Yeah, see you, man. Bye. Bye. That's it for this week's pod. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. If you would like to find out more about the podcast or suggest future topics for us to discuss related to upcoming releases, let us know on Instagram at Film vs. Film Podcast or on Twitter at FVF underscore podcast. Remember, please subscribe. Pod signing off.